Blog Talk Radio. They get what they yeah. ask for. 
it's it's up. Uh, this should tell everybody, and you know, I'm not one to tell you what to do, but this should tell you who to vote for, right? It, and right. who to flood the gates with, because they're going to try to cheat. The cheat is already in. But the cheat's already been, they been put cheat. out there. The the only they they're doing so many things to discourage people from going out and voting. They are um, misdirecting. Uh, uh, mail-in ballots, they're closing polling stations, they're doing everything they can to keep the people who will keep him out of office from going to the polls, but I'm telling you, some of these folks, they will not be deterred. They're going to go wherever they need to go. Yeah, they showed us that in Wisconsin when they did that, when they tried that craziness up there. Yeah. Now, the only other way they can do it, like they did in Georgia, they had a lot of the machines didn't work, right. really. <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, the cheat is in. But if you overwhelm them and a lot of people come, it's hard to cheat a lot of people. Yeah. It's just hard to cheat a lot of people. It really <laughs> so, is. That's going to make it worse. So if everybody them, come out and vote. What happened? Huh? What, what did you say? I said that's gonna that's gonna um he's gonna have to to prove that he didn't cheat. That's a lot of people. If you're gonna cheat, yeah. you got to be better at. You got to do it in small increments. You can't cheat big. Anybody who's ever stolen anything knows when you steal big, that's when you get caught. <laughs> you ain't kidding. Especially when there's a lot of people involved. So that's all I'm saying. Like 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 you said, they're trying to discourage the vote. They could do that. They could cheat it. But if a lot of people mm-hmm. come out and they just think people ain't going to stand out there and wait, there's going to be people with folding chairs, sack lunches, yeah. <laughs> umbrellas yeah. like they were in Georgia. <laughs> yeah, and people yeah. who will sit They're for gonna... you in your seat and sit there for you. And then when it's time, when it's your turn to say, you know what, you three down, you can come on down now. <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how it's going to go. It's got, I mean... It's sad that it's got to be like that, but yeah, that's how it's gonna go. Uh, yeah, yeah. The the court rulings, the Supreme Court rulings this week, uh, deferred action for childhood arrivals, mm-hmm. aka DACA. Uh, Trump tried to end DACA, DACA when the Supreme Court blocked it with a five right. to four decision, and also right. the courts with a six to three in favor of job discrimination towards LGBT people. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was pleasantly surprised because I did not think they were going to pass. What about you, white Nancy? (laughs) White Nancy says, I would have believed it would have passed if they believed that he could be president again. However, I feel like that because they realize that time is of the essence Anything that they do is going to come back on them hard. So no one's going to do something that would encourage this president to win when they know his time in the in the house is almost up. I feel like they see hmm. the, they see the writing on the wall and they do not want to be associated with what he's going to leave behind. I didn't think of it that way. Well, okay, uh, this is what I thought. I thought they were actually going by. The rule of law because he put it in. The way he put it in was wrong. That's what I thought. But and that's never but I didn't look at it the other way you're saying. 
Yeah, I don't I don't think they give a dog on. He he's done so many things that are completely illegal and out of pocket and and no one calls him on it. I think that at this point they're just like, Look, this dude is on his way out. We got till November and he's gonna have to start packing. They are probably bought boxes for him. U Haul is on on um hold. They got a couple of trucks and <laughs> hopefully there's a sale waiting for him. Juneteenth. Uh I uh, I I first knew about Juneteenth in 1982 when I was in the service, and uh, mm-hmm. that's how I knew about it being stationed in Texas. And every major city had a block party with a major recording artist hosting it. It was crazy. This is 1982 now, and they just didn't yeah. celebrate June 19th. They celebrated the whole week where June 19th fell. So, like, June right. 19th fell on a Wednesday. It started from Monday to that Saturday. Right. And that's that's the way they did it the whole time I – the whole time after 1982, and then I went back to Texas again because I went to Germany, and it was the same thing. And it was a week celebration. Oh, my God. It was so much fun during that whole week. Did you uh, – when did you first know of it? I hate to say white Nancy. <laughs> when did you first go over Juneteenth? Okay, there's, there's as as a young um, black female who was a who had um, friends that were much older. I mean, older people in their 60s and 70s at that point. I was maybe 10, 11, 12, some somewhere in that area. But those people made it very clear that you don't, you can't just walk around not knowing your history. So I learned about it very early um, in life, and I also got a chance to go to a Juneteenth celebration in um, um, I'm trying to think the name of the city. It's it was it was called the Zora Fest, Zora Neale Hurston. Um, it's right outside of Orlando. Um, Okay. And I went to the Zora Fest, and when I tell you those people, they don't play, they get down. <laughs> they enjoy every part of it. They make sure you know it's Eatonville, Eatonville, Florida. And that's one of the oldest black townships in the state of Florida. And they celebrate Juneteenth like it is Mardi Gras. And when you say a Ooh. week, it's like two weeks. One time, when whenever you come to Florida again, and and they're having a festival and thing, the light, the world is opened up again. You've got to do a Zora Fest. It is it is an amazing event. It's music. It's art. It's spoken word. It's jazz. It's it's everything. It's blues. They do it all. Uh, we have E on the line. E, we're talking about Juneteenth when. Uh, you first found out about it being that I lived in Ohio. I didn't find out till 1982. D. Lovely, a.k.a. White Nancy, said she knew it very young because she had older people that talk, told her about it. When did you first find out, E? Um, my mommy was born on Juneteenth, so I knew all my life. Oh, that's one cool. One of those um, holidays that we celebrated along with Sweetest Day, which is the Black Valentine's Day. Valentine's, yeah. You know. Yeah. Sweetest, nobody, you know, I, you say Sweetest Day down here, and they're like, what? So I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, 
I've known about it my whole life, and we've celebrated it. Like I said, it was my mommy's birthday, and just a big old, we always had a big family reunion, get-together, cookout. It was just a big celebration all over the city. Okay, cool. Like I said, I first learned about it in Texas, but it was almost like with White Nancy talking about down in Orlando, but it was only a week in Texas, the week where June 19th landed. That whole week we celebrated, but I would like to check out the one in Orlando. It sounds hype, too. Also, do you think because of uh, it was more noticeable around the country because of these marches and Black Lives Matter protests, do you think that had more uh, of a notoriety for the holiday around the country? Because a lot of people around the country didn't know about it. Uh, I'm talking to White Nancy Den E. My bad. Oh, okay. Well, I can tell you for sure. I think that that's exactly what happened because it turns out there were a lot of people who who had never heard of it, and then suddenly they thought, "Oh, I, this isn't this is an opportunity that I can I can learn something." I had a lot of people hit me up and ask me about it, and I, I found that those those people um, were didn't look like me and had no idea that that was a real a real as they called it a real holiday. Is this a real thing? And I, I had to. I had to t- take my white Nancy hat off and go back to being who I am and explain to them what they were missing. Uh, e, do you think do you think because of the marches that made it more noticeable to uh, just not black people but everybody around the United States really? Did you hear me? E? Did we lose her? Uh, her number's still on here, but maybe we could have. Hmm. I don't hear her at all. And I think a lot of okay. what we um, found out where there were people that do look like us that had never heard of it, and that that was a little dis- disheartening yeah. to me. But at the same time, I understand there are people live in a bubble, and things that don't don't um, affect them. It's because no one's ever made mention of it. They don't learn it in school. In a lot of schools, they don't teach it. So I can understand nope. because um, a lot of the schools that don't teach it, it's because it's it's an embarrassing um, piece of history that they don't want to acknowledge. And so when you – because you can't talk about part of it without talking about all of it. So if right. you're going to talk about the parts and pieces that make it a holiday and that make it an important event for people of color, you got to tell them why. And so then you have to tell them about, uh, you know, that, that people were murdered because they were trying to be free. And that's one of the reasons a lot of the places celebrate it for more than a day, because even though they were free, it took a week for them to get let go. Yeah. Yeah. That's and right. You still had you you could say you were free, but if that that man who held your your children and your family felt like he didn't want you to be free, there wasn't anybody. There wasn't like you could call the police. There wasn't nobody you could call and say, "Listen, we're free, and we need you to come let us go. Make him let us go." There wasn't nobody to help you. You had to figure it out. E, are you back? E, we can't hear you. If you mm-hmm. are. Hang up and call back. I'm going to have to move. Yeah, hang up and call back, E. 
uh, Beyonce even dropped a song called uh, called uh, for Black Parade during that time. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she dropped it before Juneteenth. I liked right, it. Right, I listened right. to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I didn't know about it because I lived up north, but I did know about it before a lot of my friends up north knew about it because <laughs> I was uh, in the service, thank God, and yeah. received that culture training right there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm from the Midwest, too, but that was something that was just information that we had to learn. I don't know if it was because, like I said, if it's just because the people that I was around were much older and they felt like it was something you you better know it. Um, don't walk around here acting like you, you've been free your whole life. You need to understand this ain't, this new this new information. <laughs> so uh, it was, Trump. It was, Go on, go on. I was just gonna say it was it was an eye opening time for a lot of people, so I'm glad people are learning about it. Which okay, Trump's people, which I'm gonna tie this in, Trump's people came to Tulsa before the advance like the advance party came to Tulsa before he got there. And right. six members like a week ahead of time. Six members of his campaign staff caught COVID-19 tested positive. Tested positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't believe that this thing is real, but <laughs> sooner or later it's going to take a tragedy, God forbid, for somebody to believe. Like, and I'm not saying anything, but remember, Pharaoh didn't believe that Moses' God was real. Yeah. And his son passed away. That woke up Pharaoh Knowing yep. that he told them to go, 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 Moses, go, take your people and go. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? History repeating itself, seems like. Uh, let's talk about Tulsa, though. Black Wall Street, Greenwood Massacre. But, of course, there was the Rosewood Massacre down in Florida, too. There were, like, 30 different other cities that had the same effect. It just was not right. as severe as the Tulsa right. one because they were bombing right. them with uh, grease bombs from planes. So uh, do you think, and, and again, I, I blame this on Black Lives Matter, that a lot of people around the country knew about this because it was hidden. Uh, what's your opinion on this? Uh, white well, I don't, under, I don't know what the question is. What's, what's the question? It's just your opinion on do you think a lot of people's minds was opened up because of this Black Lives Matter uh, marches for what twenty six, oh, twenty seven straight days that they knew about this thing about Tulsa because Trump wanted to go to Tulsa and that opened it up. Juneteenth weekend all coincided with it, where people now are learning about the massacres in Tulsa. Absolutely. Do you think that? Absolutely. Helped? I feel like that's exactly what was supposed to happen. I think that every time he thinks he's doing something to thumb his nose at um, history. It comes back and it bites him, um, and and I'm all for that. I, I feel like that's the way it's supposed to be. Exactly what's supposed to be happening is happening. He cannot get away from the truth, and reality is going to come back and get him every time. And I'm I'm excited about that part. I, I, every time something comes up and he has to learn a lesson, I'm excited. I found it interesting 
that he had to find out about the um, about Jesus yeah. and, and several <laughs> other things. A Secret Service man who was of color and had to say, you know, dude, this you you can't do this because no one around <laughs> him was smart enough to no. know that this is a real thing. Now, every year, the White House did put out something about the Juneteenth, though. So that's the White House. Through the White House. That's not, yeah. I think he still should have talked to his staff or somebody had to know other than that Secret Service guy. Apparently, whoever did know, maybe he's already fired them. Yeah, you're right about that, or they might have (laughs) quit. They might have quit already. Yeah, because the black lady... They had black lady that was part of the campaign. She quit. Yeah, it could she have quit. been her. I can't. Yeah, I can't yeah, look she at quit this week. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell. Let me tell the story. I don't know if you know, but I'm just going to repeat it for people that don't know. Uh, this black massacre started when a 19-year-old shoe shiner, Dick Rowland, accused of uh, assaulting Sarah Page, 17-year-old white elevator operator. Right. Uh, they put him in jail. Um, a mob of white people came, and men wanted to lynch him. But 75 mm-hmm. black men came there with rifles and stopped them from getting him out of jail lynching. Of course, there was a disturbance, a standoff, and then a shot was fired, and all hell broke loose, as it says on Wikipedia. Yep. And that's how the bombing and all that started right there. Yeah. Uh, most people, most people watched The Watchmen. Uh, that first, that first scene, that first uh, show, they show yeah. the act, they reenact the how it happened and how the black city was getting bombed and looted and burned and people killed. Uh, most people thought that was just written, but that was that just happened to be true. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people didn't know how true it was, and that's where the first one of the first times they'd ever heard about it yep yeah. and my the novel that I that I wrote is kind of based off of that but it, we won in my novel now <laughs> we <laughs> didn't lose it wasn't it, it got to that but there there's always a certain element that is jealous and I hate to say it jealous of minorities who are doing well and yeah. that was a thriving city I- and they were jealous and they were like (laughs) yeah I I want some of that money too (laughs) and y'all ain't supposed to have that money money. he get it that's my money yeah yeah. Yeah, that's right (laughs) as any toddler Uh, will that's how they behave that's how toddlers behave uh, the white lady I I don't have her name but she had it on a black I Can't Breathe shirt. Had a ticket to go oh, in the Trump the rally. They moved out of the... Um, out and of she looked home. like a nun with a black with a black mask and head scarf around her face. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. removed her. Do you think that was right? Because she had a ticket to go in, but they turned her away after she went through a couple of the checkpoints. And I guess they took her out because she had the I Can't Breathe shirt on. Yeah, um, I... I think what they tried to say was that she was um, going to possibly possibly 
cause a nuisance. And I don't even know if it was so much that they were saying it was a nun's outfit. They kept saying it looked like she was wearing a hajib. And I think that that's what they kept trying to turn it into. Well, it looked but, like it, too. Yeah, it looked like that, too. Uh, yeah, but anyway, she, she was 60-some years old. What kind of nuisance? And she was by herself. In, yeah, she's a standard, um, a, sta- a stable force in Tulsa. They're used to, uh, I think her name is like Sheila Buck or Sheila Black or something. I think it's Buck, Sheila Buck. But um, they said that she's, she's a staple in Tulsa. She, she's she been a peaceful protester pretty much her whole life. Yeah. But, yeah, they, they when you can all of a sudden drag someone away because they look like they might cause a problem later, that tells you a lot about the people you're dealing with. Um, that's like saying I follow you around this store because it looks like you might steal something, and we know how that goes. Oh, we know how that goes. I've had it. You know how that yeah, it happens to all of us. All of us have been through that. I had it happen to me. And I worked security at the mall, <laughs> but I was there on an off day. <laughs> and when dude walked up to me, wait a minute, D Lovely, when dude walked up to me, I said, "Look at here, man. My name is S Four. I work at this mall as security. And boy, and it was a new dude that was on security. <laughs> I said, "Call S Three, and he looked at me like. How do you know our codes? Because I work yeah. here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told S3, uh, S3 was the head of it. I said, look here, S3. Man, tell this dude who I am. And I walked away. <laughs> I just walked away. <laughs> 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 uh, when, he see me the, when he see me the next day with my uniform on, it changed. Oh, his eyes opened up. Oh, I'm sorry. I did not. I said, dude. You don't need to be working this if you scare the yeah, black people. you need people. to move on. And that's what I told them. That's what I told them. Because yeah. yeah. I, I ain't scared of none of them. <laughs> I ain't scared of no black people, scared of no white people. I would do you the oh. same way I do everybody else. So that's the way it was. But, oh, my God. It's just, it's it's really, it's really more noticeable to a lot of people now that thought we were crying wolf. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many people, like I said, apologize to me since this whole thing jumped off. Yeah. I, I'm more aware now. I'm sorry. I didn't know. There's a whole lot of that. Sorry I didn't know. That, and that's uh, how it always is. There there are people who want a Mia Copa, and, and they, want, they want you to accept their ignorance. Ignorance, yeah. In this instance, it's hard to say, you know what? It's okay because it's not. You never had to be ignorant. You just chose to be blind to it until now that it's it's literally hitting you in the face. Because even here's the difference: Ahmad Aubrey, it still made people say, "Well, what did he do to make them so mad at him?" It wasn't until George Floyd is laying there doing absolutely nothing that they started saying, "Huh." There might be something to this. No one yeah, ever, they no weren't saying this when it was Tamar Rice, when it was when it was um um 
um, Trayvon Martin, when all of these people, they, nobody was saying that. They, they had no sympathy for those people. But all of a sudden, now their eyes are open. So it's hard for me to say, well, you know what, thank you for getting it. Well, you know, their eyes are, were open even more when Rayshard Brooks got shot because yeah. But by I then they were already you know, they already had pretty squinting, and then all I of a sudden they had to point it out to a lot of people. I had to point it out to a lot of people that uh, do probably fought because one uh, the week before that uh, George Floyd didn't do anything and had handcuffs on and he got killed. Yeah. Why would I want to get handcuffs on me and maybe yeah. get beat down by these two police officers too? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, I'd have told you as best as I could tell you, and now you still want to arrest me? Listen, I've seen oh police officers find some. We Okay, I did a ride-along one night, and the police officer um, pulled up behind a guy who had fallen asleep at a stop sign. I mean, at a red light. He was asleep at the red light, foot on the brake, sound asleep, light changed three times. So finally the officer pulled around next to him, called another officer. They, you know, they boxed him in so he wouldn't ride out, fall out into, you know, drive out into the street. They waited for him to call somebody to come and pick him up. They, they let the person who came to get him park his car in a parking lot and take him home and they said tomorrow you come back and get your car now why is that not the 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 answer to this as opposed to you are trying to arrest this man you got his tag number you got his all this information you don't have to do all this and plus he was he was sleeping uh, at the drive through hell <laughs> come on now what's the difference like between the drive through and a red light car. It wasn't like he was hitting cars. That's what I'm saying. You know, you have a right to arrest somebody when they're driving drunk and almost almost going to cause harm to other people. But he wasn't causing harm to nobody. 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 So I'm just saying that it didn't have to go down like that. It was choices made no, that somebody felt like they were exerting their, their authority and wanted him to understand, you don't get to do what you want to do. You do what I say. That's why you're going to have a hard time in prison. But I hope yeah. that it goes that far because we don't know yet. It's, it's never over yet. until it's over. We don't right. know. They, because we're even hearing yeah. some, some other um, police chiefs or sheriffs saying, eh, they did the right thing. I'm like, wow, really? Really? Right. So we'll we'll see. We'll, uh, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I, I, I hate that. We have to live like this, and we have to go through this. You know what I'm saying? And uh, mm-hmm. one of my friends, one of my friends said on the post before I let you go, uh, that uh, there was that was the entire purpose of the Tulsa massacre. The black community was thriving. The police and military provided the ammunition. Whenever you heard of the military dropping bombs on the city of the United States. The story about a black young boy assaulting a white woman sounds familiar, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. That's my friend Latanya Harper, who's my homie from uh, Steubenville, Ohio. She uh, put that on my uh, Facebook page under the under the ATAZP radio show post. Again, mm-hmm. White Nancy D. Lovely, thank you for calling in. Uh, hey, 
we have more yeah. and more vivid discussion about this craziness that's going on in our country. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't wait to November. So then the shows will be mild and meek. We'll oh, my goodness. Change the game on them. We're going to change the game. Because <laughs> all this, all this ridiculousness probably won't be happening once we get this fool out of office. Hopefully, you're right. You're right. Uh, until next week, uh, White Nancy. I'm sorry I did text you a day early because I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> you freaked me out for a minute. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I thought it was Sunday. I thought it was Sunday until I you, here. You go. You said today, and I had to look at the date. Oh, come on! <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. I've been retired too long. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh, it was love hilarious. You. <laughs> love you, be lovely. All right, love. I will catch you next time. All right.